Simon Zion, which is me, Roy Ladin, who is able to judge, and who's puzzle. And we're going to get into uh, the Shiloh regarding a ger, fascinating discussion in halacha, and regarding women and ketanim. So the Shulchan begins by saying, Bezin shal gimel, shahaya echer mihem ger, if one of the Dayanim on this Bezin was a Ger, Hareza Pasul, this, this Bezin was Pasul, and uh, Ger is Pasul, Ladin Yisrael, Elam Kane, Haiseimoi Mi Yisrael, if his mother was Jewish, or the Ramah adds, or his father, which would mean, let's say his mother is a Giyaris, he still cannot uh, be a, a Dayan. But if his father was a Yid and his mother's a Giyaris, then he could. Then, uh, then he would be able to, to judge. Then the Shulchan Aruch includes the ger done as chaveroi hager afa pished ima miyisrael. That a ger could judge a friend who's a ger. So it comes out that a ger is puzzle for Dayanus, which seems to be a chiddush. L'chayra ger should have the status of a yisrael. V'chol dover. So why, in fact, is a ger puzzle to be a Dayan? So it's really a gemara. It's quoted in the Rambam. The Rambam in. This is right in the beginning, Parak Aleph. So he's talking about kings. He says, One is not allowed to appoint a melech from the gerim. Why not? So the Gemara says, because the Pasuk says, That you should put a king on yourself. So the Gemara in Yavama says, Any appointment, any positions, that you place upon yourself should be has to be from your close relative and a ger was not originally your close relative and therefore a ger would be puzzled to be a melech and perhaps the, there's going to be an extension to this maybe we'll talk about Rosh Hashiva's Rabbonim but with that, the halach is a um, uh, ger cannot be a judge. So I'm just going to take out the base of here. Sorry, switching some svarim here. But the, uh, the the Torah brings this down, and the base of follows suit that a ger is possible to be a dying. So some of the, I would say, contemporary uh, writers they struggle with this halacha. That why exactly would we not allow a ger to be to be to be a dying. So some want to say maybe the, the Rambam, the Rambam in Hilchas Tshuva of all places, he talks about, I would say the uh, the role of a rav, the role of a mashpia, and he says you want to find someone who was a tzaddik mina someone who was a, a tzaddik even from his young age, and and he's someone that could inspire people. Now it sounds like a Tshuva would not be fitting to to fill this role either, although the Rambam himself when he describes Avram Avinu and Reish Lakish, that he says that tshuva would work that it's as if you were a tzaddik from a young age. So maybe that would be a makar or a tam perhaps why a ger would be puzzle. Some say perhaps the, the concept of bezin is you want people to accept the psak of bezin. And unfortunately Chazal understood that a ger is not always seen in the most respectful light. We had the Torah obviously was concerned for this and gives us a special mitzvah of you have to say ger. So perhaps that's why we wouldn't want a ger to be put, to be a dayan because you're, you're setting up a situation which might cause some animosity towards towards the bezdin and it might end up losing the bezdin's authority and respect. Okay, so that's the halacha we have in Sif Aleph, and that's the Shulchan Aruch Paskins. Many Achrayim point out that this Gemara and this halacha in Shulchan Aruch is only talking in a case where the bezdin has the right to do kfiyah. 
Kfiya means to force a halacha. So, and we will see, many, many of the psulim in, in Hilchas Dayanus would not apply in a case where there's no kfiya. In Bizman our Bate Dinim, they could say whatever they want. No one's forcing anyone. There are some tools that a Bezdin has. Maybe put someone in a maybe put a sign in Shul, but there's no kfiya that's being done. And therefore, one could argue, and this is how we paskin, that a ger would be allowed to sit on a bez in Bezmanazeh. So let's say he had a ger, and he became a Tamachacham, and he went through Chayshim Mishpat, and he got Smicha, and he got Yadin Yadin. Halach is, he would be able to sit on a bezdin, and we could rely on those Paiskim that held that there's no I issue. For sure. Yeah, even, even Kraven, many Paiskim hold would work. And um, yeah, so, so that would work, and that, that, that would be the Halacha. However, because there are those that argue on this, on this heter, and they say, no, it's a fair shalach and shulchan that a ger cannot judge. If there would be a case where someone would find out, if the loser of a case would find out that one of the dayanim was a ger, and he wasn't told in advance, so he could say, kimli, I hold, like those paiskim that say, like the shulchan that a ger, even bezmanazeh, even though we're not doing kfia, is puzzle the dayanis, and he would have a good argument. If he hired a good tayin, he could fight back. If he finds out later on that one of the Dayanam is a ger. So, very simple Eitzah. Anytime you have, a, you have a Bezdin and there's a ger as part of a Bezdin, you put in the, in the uh, original document that you have that everyone, um, you're, you're basically disclosing that he's a ger and he should be able to, and, and you can't fight later on. So everyone accepted upon themselves that he's a ger. You also have this with, with relatives. Let's say you have someone who's a distant cousin and they're both sitting on, they're both part of a bezin. So some Batidinim have three Dayanim, some Batidinim have 20, day, 20 Dayanim, and in any given case, you could have three Dayanim sitting on this case. So if two of, two relatives happen to be sitting on a case, even if they are distant Kraivim, but in Chayshim Mishpat, we'll see, we expand who's considered a Kariv, so they would typically write on the star, on the uh, original document that uh, everyone knows, everyone's aware, and maybe a Kabbal Kenyan, that this person is my, you know, third cousin through marriage or the like, or we're very good friends or something like that. So that would be a, a wise thing to do. Okay, so now the question is, so that's in regards to uh, to being a Dayan, that's a Halach and Shulchan Aruch. So once we mention this, the Paiskim, the Achorinim on this Halacha discuss, can you appoint a Ger to be a Rav of a Shul? Can he be a Rosh Hashiva? Can he be a Mashkiach and Kashros? A Sheikhit, perhaps? Meaning, it has to be uh, when it comes to Melech, and we're learning that out for Dayanis as well. So where does it end? What is considered a Minoy, that you appointed someone to a position of authority, and a Ger would be puzzle uh, for that? And what is not considered Minoy? So there's a term that's used in the Rishayinim, it's you know the first I think the first place you find this is in the Megillah, and that term is called Surara. So the Megillah, if you look at the Megillah, it's coming up soon. Megillah asks Esther, "What did uh, Haman say?" Haman said that you want to have Kol Ish That ended up being the Psak of Achashverosh. That Vayish Lach Svarim Akol Medina Samelach Medina Medina Kichsava V'Am V'Am Kol Shainai Liyos Kol Ish Sayrer Beveisai. That every Ish should be a Sayrer. Soyer, which means a ruler in his house, and make sure his wife speaks uh, his language. So to say, that's the that's the pasuk. So soyer is surara. Surara is authority. If you look in the Rishonim, the Mefarshim on Megillah, some of the Mefarshim, in, in, they quote the Avestir Abnasan 
that it's not a bad thing necessarily, but they change it that a person should be a melech b'sayich beisai. There's a famous gra, the gra, the Vilna Gain, differentiates between a melech and a moishel, that a moishel is someone who rules with authority and doesn't really care about the other person, and a melech is a... Uh, is, uh, Someone who, who uh, is a leader, a leader through love, through understanding, that's a melech versus a moishel. So it could be that Hashirish was referring to moishel. Sayer uh, Bevesai. Just interestingly, someone pointed this out to me. If you go back to Psukim, uh, he says that yitnu yikar the Xera was. And this is what Haman was telling Achashverosh that all the women should give yikar. Yikar means honor, covered to their husbands. In our Ksuba that we write, the Ksuba is an ancient minute, probably dating back to Maishu Rabbeinu. I'm not sure how far back the, the text that we have today, but one of the words in the Ksuba is, is Ayakar, Ayakar, Kar, that I will give honor to my wife. So someone wanted to say that perhaps that was a response to this, that the Yakar the Balean is the wrong way. It's a man, his his responsibility is to give honor to his wife, but not the other way, that his wife is Yikar Levalei, and that, that's incorrect. If you look at the Rambam in Hilchus Ishus, when he discusses the responsibilities a wife has and the responsibilities a husband has, you would assume it's the same thing. American culture, it's the same. It's not true. It's two totally different sets of responsibilities. But either way, you see the word Soyer Bevesai. Soyer means to rule with authority, and this is known as Srara, that that a, uh, a ger cannot have, cannot be appointed to a position of sarara. So what exactly is this, a position of sarara? So most places don't really discuss it by a ger. They discuss it more when it comes to women. It's much more of a, I would say, political topic. And Ramosha Feinstein wrote the tshuva on this, or two tshuvas on this, and I wasn't around back then. But this was a hot debate, I believe, in the 60s. There were those that uh, spent money in fighting against Rav Moshe about this particular psaac. So Rav Moshe Feinstein was asked, and again, this come this is just to get into the topic of Surara, and it follows because the next halach and shulchan aruch in Siv Dalit is isha psul adonah. A woman is also possible to be a dayan. Now the truth is, if you look at most achronim, the way they understand that halacha is that got nothing to do with Surara. That's because we know that women are possible edus for most things. And those that are posleidus are automatically posleidayanus. However, there are those achranim that say it's the same svara based on srara. Srara means authority. So Ramosha was asked regarding So there was a there was a there was a woman a rebbitzin who whose husband passed away, and he was a mashkiach on kashrus. I'm going to use the term Rav HaMachshir because that's what it seems that Rav Moshe is talking about. Her husband ran a kashrus organization. It could be, there was three restaurants they have a hashkachan. It could be a small shop. It didn't have to be the OU or the, you know, the Chavke. But her husband ran some type of kashrus and he passed away. And she said, I have no way of supporting myself unless I continue giving hashkacha and I'll be the Rav HaMachshir, so to say. I'll be the one in charge and I, I will... Uh, I'll run the show. So Rav Moshe Kedarka goes through, from a halacha standpoint, there's any issue with this. So when it comes to women in halacha, in general, there's always the topic of nemanus. 
do women have namanus when it comes to halacha? Now, you, you, you could ask, what do you mean? We know eight echad nem b'yisurin, now one eight is nem b'yisurin. In fact, there are at least two Rishonim that mention that the makar for this, either al-pi svara or al-pi makar, is from women. Rashi, in one place in Shah says that if eight echad was not nem b'yisurin, then how could he ever eat at home? Your wife gives you, or your, 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 the balabas, someone gives you food, you didn't have two Aiden looking at making sure they did Malicha properly, making sure everything was done Bashkacha. So Aidachad is Nembi Surin. Even Rashi says Bene Besai, which would include one's daughters, one's wife, one's sister, it'll all be included. Women are trusted on this. Taisvis and Shah says from the Safra when a woman counts her Shivanakim or seven clean days for Nida, for, which is which would be Zava in the times of the Gemara. So Zava, a woman counting seven clean days, no one's there, there's no Aiden there. Women are believed the sarfala, the Torah says the sarfala, she counts for herself. So obviously, eight echad is nem bisun. So, as far as nemanus goes, it seems very clear that women are trusted to uh, whatever they say there's nemanus. And that's really how eight echad nem bisun works. If you want to get into the pilpul and the lumdus of it, many of the uh, Rashi Yeshiva Torah say that eight echad nem bisun is not a din of edus, it's a din of nemanus. Well, Shneidim is a din of Edus. Whenever you need Edus, you need Shneidim. Whenever you need a din of Nemanus, so Eidachad is Nemanus Yisurim, but it doesn't have a din of Edus. And for most things, women are believed. There is an exception. The Gemara talks about perhaps Bidikas Chametz. If there's a Tircha Yisera, if there's an extra Tircha, perhaps women are not believed in that case. But for the most part, we believe women uh, in regards to Nemanus. They have Nemanus to say anything that's Biyadam to take care of, Nida, Kashras, Women are believed. So Ramosha says, I'm not concerned from an Emmanuel standpoint. If this lady, this Rebbitzin, would continue giving a hashkacha on a restaurant, that's a non-issue in my eyes. And that's where Ramosha begins the tshuva. But then he says, but there must be another reason that's bothering you, Harav, the one who asked the question. And it must be you're concerned for another issue. That same Rambam that we saw before regarding a ger, this is in Malachim. Hilchus Malachim is the end of Shaiftim. So Hilchus Malachim and Malachim in Perak Aleph, in Halacha He, he says, In Mamidin Isha B'Malchus. Now, this Rambam is not quoting a, a, a Gemara. He seems to be quoting himself or a Sifri. In Mamidin Isha B'Malchus, one is not allowed to, uh, to appoint a woman to be the king. Shenemar Alecha Melech, Melech Veloy Malka. Only a king and not a Malka. Any appointment in Klal One is only allowed to appoint to appoint a man. One is not allowed to appoint a woman. And from that, you can start thinking about: Okay, so a woman cannot be a president of a, 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 a you know from a from state. Maybe uh, there's even a discussion. Rabbi Vadi Yosef has a discussion, and others regarding voting for a woman uh, president in Israel or a prime minister. So Ramesha does address that soon, but let's see. So he says, you know, you're, you're bothered by the fact that the Safri quoted by the Ramam says that Melech Vilei Malka, so he says, honestly, in my humility, I don't know where this uh, Safri is. All it says is Melech, uh, but this din of, Melech uh, Malka, but this din of it's not mentioned anywhere in the Safri. Ramesha says, it's the Ramam's own Chiddush that that uh, you cannot appoint women in positions of swara, in positions of authority. 
That's how Rav Moshe understands the, the, this uh, sugya, that it's only the Chiddush of the Rambam. And therefore, Rav Moshe says there's a very strong, compelling reason that we don't necessarily have to go with this Rambam. Now, Rav Moshe concludes that obviously it will be Chayshish for the Rambam. And he says, relax, I, I'm still from. We're going to go with this Rambam. However, from a, a pure halachic standpoint, one can make a very strong argument that this is a well, dot. All the Sufri says, Melech v'le Malka. So when I didn't say, but what's the difference if the Sufri said it or the Rambam said it? No, the Rambam added one more piece. That kol mesim, kol, I'll read the word. That kol mesimois lo'iyu elu mikarev achecha. All mesimois should be... Yeah, should, but, 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 but yeah, I'm just saying, uh, from the standpoint of us, why do we care if it was the rabbi's own? Oh, okay. Because if you look at other Rishonim, when they bring this down, they don't bring down the second part. It's just this... They, they, first of all, Moshe could say that I have rias against the Rambam, which is, again, it's a Chiddush for Moshe to go argue on the Rambam. But if you look... Yeah, so the rias wouldn't be good against the Safri, but you were good, good against the And the Safri said it, so the Rambam simply repeating the Safri. The Safri so, right. is earlier. Right, the Safri is a Madrish. And the Rambam is, is, is a Rishon. So, yeah, so we'll have to stick with the Safri. We wouldn't have a choice, you see. Yes, that's what it seems like. Although sometimes we would say we don't we, we argue on this, but the sifri was as a halachic is considered a halachic a work in that sense that we would take whatever it says as a halacha, unless we have a gemara that goes against it, or we have a mesara that goes against it. But but the sifri never all the sifri says was melech v'leimako. There are those I saw in one of the one of the chuvas that uh, was written about a hundred years ago. They, they he's they, I don't even want to quote it necessarily. It was written by an interesting, colorful. Uh, Rav. But anyways, he says that maybe this whole din of Melech Leimalka is saying that that when it comes to appointing a king, there's a chiv to appoint a king, but there's no chiv to appoint a queen. That means if the king dies, you have to replace him, but if the queen dies, there's no need to replace her. I don't know, I don't know how to darshim sukkim. I think the Safri sounds like Melech Leimalka. You wouldn't appoint a Malka in charge of, of ladies. Now, the Ravid on the spot asks, what, what about the Vaira? Devar was a Shefetes. So, I don't know if he's asking about the Malka, but he's asking about the fact that they appointed her to be to be something. Now, either way, the Ramam says there's an Isser for a woman to be appointed as, uh, uh, in a position of authority. One could say that many Rishonim do not bring this down. So it's the Ramam L'shitasa. Maybe he's a Das Yachid. The Ravid asks Akasha from, from Devar. He says... Perhaps I'm sorry. The Radvaz asked this question. He has a few terutzim. Perhaps this was ordained by by uh, God or the Melech, whoever was in charge. There's no Melech then, but whoever was in charge of Yisrael, you know, appointed her, or maybe she ran the judicial system, but she wasn't specifically a Dayan. Although there are indications that she actually ruled. Additionally, in general, whenever there's pe- people are macabre on themselves to come to to a shayfit, to come to a dayan, so very often the halachas of who's not fit to, to judge or to rule is thrown to the wayside because they're, they're accepted upon themselves. And if it's a dinamominus, so if they both agree to whatever this person says, so it's hard to say, oh, you're a puzzle to be a dayan. In fact, many, many places can hold, you could even accept a karev. Let's say you have two brothers that are fighting over money, they want to go to their father, to their grandfather, and they say, whatever daddy says, whatever grandpa says, the halacha, we paskin, the halacha will be okay. As long as they both agree, so that would be fine. So perhaps that's how Devaira was able to to be a, sh- a shefetas. Okay, now Ramach says, okay. So now, with this, in light of the fact that the Rambam is the one Lucharet is the who where this idea originates from, Pashtus. That again, we're going to take the Rambam the halacha, but just keep that in mind. He says we could argue what exactly 
is the definition of Sarara? What's considered authority? So he says that Hashkachan Kashrus would be considered authority from the fact that since you have a balabas, let's say you have the, the restaurant owner or the, or the caterer, and now he's forced to listen to this lady. He wants to serve sushi and, uh, I don't know, meat and sushi in the same plate, and she's going to tell him he can't, or whatever Kashrus policy, she says you cannot serve buffalo trace bourbon at the bar, and he says, I want to, and he has to listen to her, because otherwise there's no hashkacha. So in that case, that's Sarara, that's authority. She has the authority, and he has to listen to her, and has nothing to do with his business. In She's telling him what to do as far as kashras, so perhaps you could argue that that is considered Sarara, and Ramosha says it's a fair argument. Lemaisa, he's Mako, that in light of the Rambam, and as a Tzara Gadol for this Amana, she needed a Parnasa, and Moshe says, in, in, you know, in light of the fact that Ramam is perhaps a Das Yachid, he was Mekel at the end. Ramosha was Mekel. Now, he does point out a very simple Eitzah would be is for her to get a Rav HaMachshir. Let her find some Rav or some Rebbe in Bar Park. He'll, you know, some Unzdaf or something else. He'll be the Rav HaMachshir, and she'll be the pile. She's a pile for him, so she's just a pile. Even when she says, we're not serving Buffalo Trace bourbon at this event... It's not coming from her. She's simply a shliach from the, from the roof in Borough Park. And that would be the easiest way to navigate such a situation. And might, she might lose her parnasa like that. But if, if she could still make a living like that, that's what Rav Moshe recommends that she, that she does. Okay. So that is half of the story. Rav Moshe, in the, uh, I think it was called the Hama'ar Journal, there was a Rav who was nifter a few years ago. He had a Arichas Yamim. So he wrote, his name was uh, Rav Meir Amzel. Rav Meir Amzel was, he wrote, he had the uh, journal, the Hamar journal. Many of the things that, that Rav Moshe was makal on, people wrote against him in the journals for, for many different topics. Canadian whiskey, which is the beginning of the sherry cast discussion, Mechiras Chametz, all the hack that you ever heard over the years, you could find in these journals. So this fellow wrote against Rav Moshe, saying, how could you give such a psak? And you, you basically gave allowance, he said, you gave allowance for people to now hire lady rabbis to be rabbitsons uh, in the shul. Because you said that, that perhaps this Rambam is not lahalacha, uh, and the Rambam made it up, and therefore this fellow wanted to come against uh, Rav Moshe. So it's, a, it's an interesting tshuva to read. This is in Yeridei Chalik Bey's Simen Mem He says, Masha Mitznatzel, what you're, you're, you're fighting with me, and you're, 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 you're Apologizing, Mashu served like a divrei, He says, "Any day I lamud tzarich is not." Says, "I don't understand why you have to apologize." Havadish kol echad tzarich levare emes levidata. You're you're allowed. You're a rav. You're allowed to, uh, you know, say what you want, as long as this is what you hold. Bein lekula, bein lechumra. Avshu tamenegas for us, rabbi. And the koshkin laacherim sheinim tamida. For sure, you're allowed to paskin how you see fit. He said, "Look at what I wrote in Arachaim Simon Kuftes." That was in regards to the Eruv in Brooklyn. Ramosha said, I'm not the, you know, I'm not the only Rav in America. If other Paiskim have Svaras and Rayas to be Mekel, who am I to tell you that it's Usr? But then he says, and he said, maybe perhaps you said negatively against me. He says, you do have a Cholam Akirim, I see. It's known, it's well known to anyone who recognizes me. Shabar Hashem, Ani Rochuk Mikpeda. I don't care about these things. I'm not concerned that you you said not, not, you know not, you know things that were not uh, nice about me. But then he gets into it. And he says, "So your problem was that when I gave my psak for this lady to be a mashkicha and to run some kashrus agency, I, 
obviously recommended she get a Rafa Machshir, but he was Makel at the end of the day. You said it's going to come out a big Mirshal. They're going to now appoint a president in Israel who's going to be a lady. So he says, first of all, that it's okay from people that don't keep the Tyra. So what, what we have to be worried about what they do, who they appoint. They're not asking us our permission or our position on the matter. So what's, what's this? It's, it's, it's not a very important conversation here. And then he says, and even if I tell you that we all go with the Rambam, <laughs> that's not going to make a difference how they're going to appoint the prime minister, whether Golda Mayor, I don't know what exactly the question was then. But either way, he says, that's not an issue. That's not a reason to start fighting against me. And then he says, maybe in our shuls in America, they are going to appoint a woman to be a president or to be a rav. He says, that can't be, because the shuls that, go, that are observant, We'll use that word. They observe Shulchan Aruch. So obviously, whenever they decide anything, they consult with Rabbanim and with the Taira, and they'll understand that, you know, we are concerned, at least the Chathila, with this Rambam, and we wouldn't put a woman as a rabbi. And he says, and if they don't uh, appoint, if they don't listen to Rabbanim, and they don't go with the Taira, so then how is it going to help that I, go, that I say we go with the Rambam, or we don't go with the Rambam? And either way, who are they putting up instead of this lady? They're going to put up another person, a man, who's not a uh, Sharmat Torah Mitzvah, is also a mummer. And he says, if you would push me against the corner, against the corner and ask me what's preferable, to have a lady who, is, who has Yerush Shemayim, and a Sharmat Torah Mitzvah versus a man who is a Kaifer and a Mechal Shabbos, I'd rather have a lady be the Rav, or be the president of the Shul, than, than the man who's, who's a Kaifer Batayra. That's where Moshe writes. And he says, Lamais, at the end of the day, he says, this whole uh, campaign that you did against me, you wasted all your money. Uh, you shouldn't even spent a penny on this whole, on this whole fight. And he also says, Yisoyed, which comes up, many Rabbanim and Magi this year get uh, backlash from people. How could he say, this is Batal, this is Mutter? Many, you know, many people are going to think, such and such, such and such. So he says, Yesharim Darchi Hashem, it's Hadikim Yelchubam, Upoishim Yikashubam. We can't always be concerned. Obviously, when a person, when, when, a, when you teach, Yesharub Adavrechem, you should be careful how you say things. But at the end of the day, there's nothing wrong with teaching halacha. And if people start making mistakes, even Lakula, that's their problem. That's not, uh, that's not an issue of, of him as a Paisak. So that's the, uh, that's the Psaka of Moshe. And he says, Many Rishonim go against the Rambam. Uh, he says, Rashi, Toysvis, the Rosh, the Ran, the Ramban, they argue, and Halacha Lamaisa, we should be choshish for the Rambam, but in my case, regarding a Mashicha, B'makam Tzaruch, I'm not budging from my Psak, and halachically, he held, uh, he held it was mutter. Now, in, in these chuvas, Ramosha also discusses the, con- the, the concept of Srara. So he says, again, his definition, I just want to go back to it, his definition was that the authority to be able to tell people what to do, that is considered authority. Halacha Lamaisa, just in the conscious world, most hashgachas, even chasidish hashgachas, they allow women to be mashichim. They don't necessarily advertise it, but there are women, if you go to uh, any out-of-town community, very often the mashkiach tamidi is a lady, a lady manager who's from an owner of the company, of the, of the restaurant, or even a waitress. Oh, she's being out to v'nichnas. Women definitely serve in mashkichim roles. Bake in the bakeries in Williamsburg, I have some relatives that are mashkichim or were mashkichim in the past, as uh, as ladies in the in the bakeries. So it's not uh, it's not unheard of. It's quite common even to check lettuce, which one could argue that's a tircha yisera. So 
the Rafa Machshir has to figure out if it is too complicated for them. But for the most part, women do serve as mashgichim in many many of the kashrus agencies, but they won't serve as a rabbinical coordinator. They won't serve as the Rafa Machshir, so to say, or in charge of a company and a bunch of accounts. There'll be a Yotzev Nichnas or to, uh, to make sure things are being done the right way within a restaurant itself. And they're going with Ramosha that there's a Rafa Machshir is in charge. I'm just simply uh, the messenger to tell you not to serve this at the meal. Yes, you had a question, Phil? No, no. Okay. This is different than, than any other authority. Uh, she she works for the uh, I guess the board of ed. She works for um, she works for the health department. So, She's coming in at some point. She is bossing Jews around. Right. So 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 some person talk about Gabbai Sadak or the like. If you look in the Ramayisha Shuva when he talks about a ger, so let's go back to, to ger for a second. So when it comes to a ger, lechera ger could be could work in kashrus, but he probably shouldn't be the rava marshal. Let's say that would be some type of uh, surara, perhaps. So Ramayisha was asked, "Can a ger be a Russian?" Yeah, can a ger? Can like a ger? Right? I hear right exactly. So can a ger be a Russian shiva? So Ramayisha says again, we're not talking about women here for a second. Let's let's go to gayers, and you could ask what about women. Ramosha says that a Rosh Hashiva, even a, a Rav, perhaps, of his, of his shul, that's not Srara because you could go somewhere else. It's like any balabayas. You, you go to a lady's store, and she says no drinking in the store, no food in the store. So she's Srara? Yeah, I'll leave. I'm going to go somewhere else. I'll go, I'll go somewhere else. But when you're enforcing things on a cloud level, which a Dayan did have the authority to do, Shefetes uh, did have the authority to do. Perhaps a Rafa Machshir does have some authority in a sense. It's a good question. Does it really apply in this case? Ramosh himself is not so right, sure. Okay, but at this point, we're serving a meal now. I'm kind of forced, and it's not the business itself. It's an outside thing forcing me, uh, telling me what to do, which, okay, Ramosh himself, he's not convinced that it definitely is. He leaves it at least maybe, perhaps. So in that case, even by Rosh Hashiva, that a Gar could be a Rosh Hashiva. Could definitely be a president of a school or the like. There, nobody cares what you have to say, right? Or a board member. So, so that that would be the question. Now, it does seem from Moshe's tshuva regarding Gerim that Sarara does not necessarily include a Rosh Hashiva. So it's it's hard to know. I think a Rosh Hashiva for a major yeshiva, let's say a BMG or a Mir, where there's, I think it's like a whole. It's a movement. It's not just someone opened up a yeshiva down the block and they're open for business. It's a, it's an entire movement or it's an entire. Like to be part of the Mayetzis Gedele Yisrael, I think that would be considered Srara, or any type of, I think that would be way too too big, too much of an authoritative uh, a position. But it's not so clear in Halacha. Again, the whole source is very unclear in general regarding uh, Srara when it comes to women. Ger, we have it, that's a Gemara, that a Ger cannot be appointed as, as a Srara because of Melech. Nashim, it's a Safri, it's all he says Melech. You could say, okay, so the Safri's Probably that's where the Ramam gets it from. The Safri is just adding on to the Gemaras. The same way Ger, or Passel to be a to be a Dayan, that would apply to women as well. Okay. Yeah, so Halach so in, in many places they do allow women to be Mashkichem. This comes up in fertility clinics where you have women uh, watching over things, um, even checking vegetables. So that's that's when it comes to uh, when it comes to women, it comes to a Ger. So uh, typically we will not allow a Ger to be a Dayan. If he is, so just make sure they tell people before before he jumps onto the uh, onto the bez, and he should he should make sure they know that he himself is the uh, that he that he's that he's a ger. What about re- being a rav? So we mentioned Ramosha says perhaps not really a a, a, a position of surara. 
I saw the Lahiris Nasan of Nasan Gishtetner Zetzal. He says that to be a, a, a Murda Asra, which I mentioned before, to be a Murda Asra, that already is considered Swara. You're in charge of this uh, Kehila. Versus someone who people, you want, you want to open your own base Hayra. You open a shingle, you put up a shingle, you put up a sign. I'm, I'm, I'm available for Shilas. So no one has to listen to you. If they want, they call you. So it's like many, many people are like that. You don't have to listen to me. You want to call me? So very nice. You, don't, you could hang up on me also. So I'm not, I don't have a position of authority that I'm in charge of people. You're asking my opinion? So I'll tell you my opinion. So that, he says, a ger could do. The question is regarding women. Can women fill that role as well? So this, this has come up, I would say, over the past 10 or 15 years, mostly in the Mizrahi and, and modern Orthodox camp, but it has trickled in even in the yeshivish circles, and I'll explain. And uh, over the years, many women... I guess in the realms of in the, of Taras Mishpacha, we're not comfortable with asking only male rabbanim. So over the years, there's been something called uh, a yoetzet halacha. Some of you have never heard of this thing, but a yoetzet halacha, where a woman could speak to, with another woman, and she would give her eitzes advice on how to uh, keep certain halachas and even paskin a halacha for her. And the question is, is a woman allowed to do that? Is that is that against our service, so to say, of women being rabbanim? So, to the extreme, you'll have some Rabbanim will say, What's wrong? It's a black and white uh, Shiloh. It's a very simple halacha. It's like she's telling, she decides how to make tea on Shabbos. So, why can't she tell another woman what the halacha is? It, uh, it's not a problem. Others will say, To the other extreme, what are you talking about? We've always had Rabbanim in, in, in our Messiah. If you look to Pischechuva, it says, Let's say a woman asked her friend for a psak, and her friend told her, I think this is the psak, and a woman based on that, was with her husband, and she relied on her friend. The Pischei Tshuva says it's kariv lemezid. It's kariv like she's chayiv kares in that case, because how did she not ask her off? She knew it was a shayla. She went to her friend. What, what type of business is that? You go to your friend. So, obviously, it's, we're dealing with different shaylas here. So, that's the question. So, in, in, in uh, I would say in the Mizrahi world, the Datilumi world, Yuetz Nalacha is part of life. Every community has it. I have some friends who their wives are Yuetzet Halacha, whatever they call it. And they help with certain things. In the yeshivish world, there are women, I would say, rebbitzins, who do fill, do fill a role, whether they're teaching halacha in Beis Yaakovs, or they are helping with shalom bias or questions. So to some extent, they are filling some type of role as majrichot. So to say it doesn't exist in the yeshivish world is not true, but it's a much, uh, a much lower level than a yoetzet halacha. Okay, every rav has to figure this out, what, what's appropriate for the community and what's a drastic change. But from a halacha standpoint, once you realize we're not dealing with isurim deraisa, this is not a, uh, this is more of a question of how to define surara. And even in the definition of surara, what exactly uh, is the isur? Is it ramam, uh, that mamish is also based on the safri? Or as our Moshe explains, it's, it's not necessarily true that the Rishonim agree to this ramam, and therefore there's more wiggle room not to go blow up the whole masara that we have and now make women rosh yeshivas, but I think there's a. It's it's important to appreciate that if they want, if some women want to have a yoetzet halacha, where the woman there's no Mizrahi community that's officially from that has a woman as a rav. It's a yoetzet, an advisor, halachic advisor. It's very different than serving as a rav. Okay, that is regarding women. What about children? So. so like, I Right. So that I mean that seemed to be the, the given, no issues whatsoever. 
I would assume so. Yeah, there, I'm sure people did, but no, 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 no uh, they didn't put it in the art school book. But, but uh, in general, there are a few things to keep in mind. Number one, if if it gets to a level of infatuation, I'm not saying with her, but I'm saying infatuation in general, there is a halacha regarding kol isha erva that the voice of a woman is is considered an erva. Most poskim hold it's only when a woman is singing. But the Ramah is mashma even kol haragil, even a kol haragil might be aser. A vazner passing like this. That if a woman is a dynamic speaker and people are, are attracted to that, that'll be an issue of kol isha erva. So one has to keep that in mind as well. But yeah, in Echanami, as far as Rebetzin goes and as far as uh, Hashpa, it seems to fit with with uh, with our Hashkafa. But again, that's the. No, no, for sure. No, I'm, I'm not saying that. I'm saying, yeah. Never, so, it, you never heard of even a sniff that. Baruch Hashem, good. Huh? People, and, people, and yeah. Everybody was, she could fill mask regarding with men and women. Right, right. Yeah, and I'm sure there were some circles that wouldn't necessarily go with this, but yeah, in Echanami, uh, it's very hard to, to say that there would be any anything wrong with that. Obviously, at some point, it gets too much, but but uh, from a halacha standpoint, yes, there will be no issue. Because she was older, maybe. She was a young woman. Yeah, it could be. Not, not, it could. She's an older woman. So it's like the FJJ has rather some poverty that's the only picture they could write. Right, art school, right. Art school would, would also put, uh, print pictures of women, right? But not, they're not trying to, they're not celebrity and influencer type of women. Those that just, just Rebbitsons. So I think in a Rebbitson role, makes sense. Um, the OU had a, had the OU uh, community division for a few years was was uh, giving money to certain communities to, to have them hire, they were very uh, smart about this, to hire women that are, are already in positions of authority. So to get, I think they did this in Baltimore, to have, let's say, uh, a Minaheles, who anyways has women going to her to ask her advice on many things, she could also say, I'm, I'm available if anyone has any halachic issues that they're dealing with, to ask me. Now, she wasn't paskini necessarily, but she'd be a yoetzet, an advisor. So they tried to do this even within the, uh, called the black, the black hat circles. I don't, I don't think it uh, got too far, but in some out-of-town communities, uh, it, it's, it happens, whether people know it or not, it does end up happening. So that's that. Regarding uh, Kitanim, young children, so the halacha is that a katan obviously cannot be a dayan. So the question is, at what age can they be a dayan? So the Shekhanar says, there's a yesh aymrim that only when they're 18 and older, and others held no, as long as they are 13, that's fine. It gets into the question of, do we assume that this this child is a gadol by the time he turns 18 uh, and he already has Shtei Cyrus, or do we say no, that we, we, we're not concerned once he's 13 we have a chazaka and we're dealing with mominus anyways here so we could be mekom I believe uh, in our circles we would not have a dayan who's, who's 18 we don't have children that are fitting to be dayan anyways at that age it just reminds me of another halacha that is that in Hochus Yerusha if a katan inherits real estate and he sells it, the halacha is, based on the Gemara, that until he's 20, the mechira is not a good mechira. If he inherited real estate, and he sells it before he's 20, it's not a good mechira, because he uh, he doesn't have the maturity to, to, to understand how to, uh, the value, the future value of this, and it's not considered a good mechira. So, again, it's not the same halacha here, and it's not even the same age. Here it's talking about 18, but I was thinking perhaps there'd be another reason why we should wait for a child to be older before allowing him to be a dayan, this way he should have the... Uh, the, mat- the mature eyes when paskening Dini Mamanus. Just an interesting psaac I recently heard. Ravasha Weishlita was asked regarding kidney transplants or kidney donations. Can a young child donate? You know, if, if someone has a child who's not well, and very often a sibling will be a match, 
can a young child donate their kidney? What, what type of, how old do they have to be to, to agree to this? And he felt that they have to be 20 years old. Obviously, if they have a father and they're semich on their father for other things in life, you could say the father can, you know, can, can be the bardas in the situation. But otherwise, that if let's say there's no father in the picture, no mother, and they themselves on their own want to donate, he said, even a 19-year-old boy, I would tell him, no, based on this halacha, that until 20 years old, a person doesn't have that maturity. So Abaraz Meshlita says, you know, regarding career decisions and shaduchim and the like, he says, you see that there's a concept that until you're 20 years old, like, don't, you, you know, to make a decision that's going to affect the rest of your life, like selling karka that you inherited, and the halacha is even your family business. If you had a family business, you're not allowed to sell it until you're 20 years old, even if you inherited it, because there are certain decisions in life that have to be made with, uh, with uh, you know, mature eyes, and not the novice 17-year-old way of looking at things. Okay, so Baz Hashem will move forward in Simon Zion next week. How do you know that a parent